Hi, this is Ryan. And this is Sam. And we're the Hollow Queens. Uh, I don't know. That might change. We'll see. <laughs> what are we supposed to say at the same time? I don't know. <laughs> and in this episode, we'll be reviewing A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. So, this was the second film... Number two. ...of our 31 Days of Horror Films of October... And this was your film, one of your films. Yeah, I chose this one. But I had also not seen it, so it was yeah. interesting and cool. It was one of the the uh, handful that neither of us had seen. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of info about the film. Um, it, the title is A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. It was released in 2014 at the Sundance Film Festival. It's directed by Anna Lily Ampour, um, written and directed um also forgive me if i pronounce any of these names incorrect because they are um not traditional english speaking names i guess would be the uh way to say oh that. yeah um <laughs> yeah we should <laughs> uh do our best to pronounce these names Correctly. as they should be pronounced yeah um, and it's toted as a, an Iranian vampire western. Um, they speak, um, what's the language? Uh, Farsi? Farsi. Is that they, yeah, it's, it's, um, all of it's spoken in Farsi. Um, and it's set in Iran, uh, although it was filmed in the United States in California. Um, so yeah, it like, immediately right off the bat even just kind of like you know getting a little bit of info that we did about this film because i don't think either of us knew anything about it other than it was a vampire film yeah yeah the reason i mean like i i remember seeing it um like that it was like on streaming last year i think i was like and i kind of always like oh that looks interesting and i just never got around to watching it and then didn't it like win or get nominated for something? Yeah, I think it. I think it won a couple of war of awards. It was. It was, you know, generally speaking, very well received. Um, and yeah, I mean, like right off the bat, it's it's very starkly different from any kind of horror film that you might have seen previously. Yeah, it's got quite a different um, feel vibe aesthetic. to it. Um, in our the last vibe. episode, we uh, were. Uh, reviewing American Psycho, and I think, you know, kind of the general consensus between the two of us was that American Psycho has a lot to unpack, and this one is very similar. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. um, depth to this movie that make it also very interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I kind of got the feeling that, like, there was a... um, it, It felt like it was kind of almost like a statement about, like, how... Um, like women are perceived maybe in that culture yeah and I think uh, you know right off the bat you can't um, ignore the title and how the entire film spins it on its head it's I mean that that to me is kind of maybe not the like the key takeaway but I think it is a very big takeaway Um, yeah yeah, because yeah. you immediately assume the the girl's the victim. Yeah, before before I knew this was a vampire film, I anticipated this being like some sort of a slasher film where uh you know there was a woman being stalked by a man, um because you know when you hear a girl walks home alone at night, you think 
okay, she's going to be abducted, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, or something bad is going to happen to yeah. her. But that's not the case with this film, um, it, where in fact the female protagonist is arguably the thing that people need to be scared of. Yeah, <laughs> in some capacity, you know, I don't, I don't think that she was a villain by any means. No, I mean, like you know, I think all her a, a, every time she killed, I I feel like there was like a. There's a reason behind it, you know? Some sort of validation, yeah. Yeah. Um, with this one, so, you know, part of prepara- preparation for this podcast is I took some notes. And, um, you know, I always kind of, or I've been looking at the IMDb uh, summaries of these films. Um, and I write them down just to kind of see, you know, what what it what they say, how they how they feel. And this one, I didn't really feel like this IMDb summary did it justice. So uh, according to IMDb, this is, um, this. it says, In the Iranian ghost town, Bad City, a place that reeks of death and loneliness, the townspeople are unaware they are being stalked by a lonesome vampire. That's not what I felt about this film. Yeah, there's like a whole plot that, that doesn't include <laughs> yeah. a plot with the family. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so it's got some key terms that I think are important. I was looking at a couple different interviews with um, the director, um, Anna Lily Ampour, uh, Ampour. Um, and she uh, kind of repeatedly in a couple different interviews was talking about uh, the loneliness trope being um, very important to her and that she is somebody who has kind of leaned into the loneliness of being a human being and um, that even though we're social creatures... She, she kind of believes that being a human is a very isolating experience because you're only with yourself. You can only know what you think. Oh, wow. What an absolute truth. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, when w- her saying that, I, I see what she means about loneliness being a very key factor in this film mm-hmm. because all of the characters in some capacity are lonely, you know? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, uh, um, it's like definitely showcased in the, the the main protagonist and uh, the guy. I would I would call him the protagonist too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his name was Arish or Arash. Um, yeah, Arish Arash. Yeah, um, and that's something that's like I think very unique about this film too. And and you know, kind of still talking about the idea of loneliness is there's only seven people one of them being a cat listed in the credits of this it's a very isolating film there's never more than like uh, yeah it feels big and empty yeah there's never more like four people on the screen at any given point in time it feels like Mm -hmm. Uh, don't quote me on that there might be (laughs) there might be a couple scenes but um yeah it's it's a lot of like one-on-one uh very isolating and lonely yeah definitely uh okay no Oh, um, yeah, uh, so I guess, like, uh, what really stood out to me in this movie was, like, the, the setting, like, the environment, it felt like it was, like, I mean, you can say these, it's for a lot of movies, but it felt like it was a character in and of itself, kind of tying into, like, the loneliness mm-hmm. thing of, of it, too, like, it just, it, it just felt like a, like, there was, yeah, there was never a crowd, it felt like a ghost town sometimes, yeah, and I think it's important, too, that um, 
the name of the city is called Bad City. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're not really given any sort of like specific geographical location, even though it's set in Iran. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. The location was definitely very bizarre. There were oil. Um, I don't know if you caught on that. There were a lot of oil tropes. It's a lot of very like industrial, poor, 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 mm-hmm. um, you know, mining oil there was that one scene where they're by the power plant um yeah it it, very desolate and and desert-ish almost similar to something you might see in texas but i know it was shot in california um yeah and then you know of course the idea of iranian oil and western perception of that being a very desolate region of the of the world which is a, a very misunderstood perspective on our stand on our part i think you know yeah um yeah it was it was uh the location was really interesting for sure yeah um <laughs> no, that no. was my last. That's it. <laughs> you fading quick. I no. I mean, I. It's funny that you say that because I um, fell asleep <laughs> during this movie. I recall. I do know that. Um, that's it, not anything to. That's not indication. An indication of the film's uh, no content. I was just tired from work. Sam just gets tired very quickly. <laughs> um. But it was cause like the, it was it's it's like a slower paced movie. It is, and it's like like we were saying, it's so quiet and like, you know, s- slow moving. Yeah. Also, if you're looking for high violence or anything that's gonna be scary or shocking, yeah. this is not that film. This is a. I mean, I guess in every sense of the word, this is probably more of an art house film. It's it's a slow burn. Yeah. It's shot it's in black and white. Visually beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a foreign film, so you're reading subtitles. Yeah. There and even with that, there's not a lot of lines, and that's something that the the actors were talking about too in a lot of the interviews. That they found it really interesting that there were, I mean, it's just one off sentences really. There's mm, no there's yeah. no hearty dialogue. Yeah. Um, which I think, again, attributes to the loneliness of the film. Mm-hmm. But we keep emphasizing and hitting the word lonely. Uh, and what I think makes this film so interesting is that while there is a huge trope of loneliness, it is also randomly, or not randomly, I guess I, I shouldn't say randomly, but it's a love story. Like, that's that's what was so fascinating to me about this film that I found so interesting and so fun is that it's so many things and it doesn't fall into, like, one category. And it's just weird that you can't, <laughs> like, put your finger on it. It's a romance. It's eclectic. It, I mean, yeah, it's a romance. It's a, a Western, randomly. It's a yeah. spaghetti Western. It's um, a vampire film. It's um, a coming of age in like some ways, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and it just, yeah, it just the fact that it divide defies so many conventions is uh, really fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there were a lot of really fun moments where you get a lot of West meets um, mm, non-Western yeah. culture, I guess. Um, yeah. Because I wouldn't say it was. It's necessarily like West meets East. It's just more a Western perception of vampirism. Um, there's this great scene where the main character um, 
is or not the main character the 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 love and the guy uh a arish or a rash yeah really should have gotten his the pronunciation of his name um but he's they're going to a costume party and he is dressed up like dracula (laughs) and then he leaves uh and runs into um the vampire her name her character name is just the girl and um it's just, yeah, this irony of him being in a Dracula costume and her being a vampire, or an actual vampire, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he's, I think he's high on ecstasy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's high on ecstasy yeah, at that took, point. I think I said X, yeah. Yeah, and he goes with her back to her apartment, and then that's when you have this really beautiful love scene that, it, I mean, it's not, it's not... <sighs> full-blown sex but there's a real intimacy there that slow burn of them like where she's at the record player Mm -hmm. and he's just like slowly coming up behind her and like with that music playing that hit really hard that was so pretty yeah yeah it's like again so visually stunning yeah um and I think that's another interesting perspective. Like a monster, a vampire monster is always such an interesting trope to me because it's the physical idea of like sucking blood, but any sort of leeching can also be seen as like vampirism in some, some capacity. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like him romantically seducing her when she's I mean she's a vampire she's like apex predator she's mm-hmm. and the only weakness she had in this film is him yeah yeah the only time you really see her vulnerable and like the only uh, kind of like the only man that she doesn't um pursue but like in a like in a I'm gonna kill you way yeah it's it's almost like she goes from being a vampire and all of these other male endeavors where she's hunting them with the drug dealer and then with um i think his name was hossein um the drug addict dad oh yeah um you know she's the pursuer she's the aggressor she's the penetrator and um with with this main guy he you know he's he assumes that role of being the aggressor the, the pursuer you know he he's the one who becomes um the dominant figure in the relationship well i feel like she pursued him because like the, the that right that that time that like they they're first kind of like like meet up where they're alone together like uh it was when he was like high in that neighborhood coming well out high. so the first time that they meet each other actually is after she kills the drug dealer and he's going to the drug dealer's house to pay him some money oh right. so subtext of all of this is that the the his uh i'm just gonna say a rash I, I that's i think that's the right way to say it that's the correct pronunciation okay uh his a rash a rash his his father is a um heroin addict uh, amongst other things, and the drug dealer that he gets his um, drugs from mm-hmm. is like ready to collect on debt, and uh, Arash's dad has just like fully ran up the tab. It's I mean it's bad, 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 and so he's trying to slowly but surely pay him in increments so that he can at least kind of keep the wrath at bay. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny because the dealer and the dad are parasitic yeah 
Also, so that's what I mean. Yeah. Is that it's 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 kind of this chain of command of very like who's the aggressor, who's the penetrator, who's yeah. who's going after who. Who's a predator, who's a prey. Yeah. And um so he uh, uh Arash goes to to pay up and in uh the drug dealer had just met with the vampire, the girl the character name is the girl. And she had killed him. And um, that's when they first meet each other. That's right. Okay. Through that well, then grate. The scene where he's high in the neighborhood, that's kind of like... Later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, but well, my whole point was that, like, she's the one that takes... he. She wants to take him to her house, but he's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm high. Which brings me to another, like, scene that, like, was so... I was it just... I was so enamored with it because, like... So uh, he's high. He's like in a neighborhood he doesn't recognize. She like stumbles upon him and she's like, oh, hey, like, let's just go back to my place. Like, you're high. I'll... She doesn't say all that, but like, that's kind of the gist. The and then um, he like, he's like, no, I need to sit down. And he sits and he doesn't move. And so she has a skateboard with her and she puts him on the skateboard and she rolls him to her house. Mm-hmm. And like. It was not only it was like a cute like indie film moment, but like, like just I was just so I thought it was so cool how that skateboard was planted, like so far back because she stole that skateboard from that little oh, boy okay. that she like kind of roughed up after like seeing a man like uh, treat that one woman the really yeah, yeah. the prostitute poorly, and so she goes to this little boy and she's like, "I'm gonna watch you until the day you die, so don't fuck it this up." Trying to essentially dismantle... Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, trying to nip it in the bud. And then she, like, takes the skateboard. And then, like, later on, she... I just I just thought it was cool, like, how far in advance that was... It was planned. Yeah, yeah. and it was so... It was just seamless. Yeah. Um, Which that... And that's what I mean, is it's just, like, you can switch lenses back and forth from, like, an indie flick, and you can see these things in, like, a narrative... Uh, looking at it from a narrative lens where you're looking at the narrative as a whole and, like progression but it's in, it's just so interesting to me that because it fits in so many different genres she goes from being a vampire like apex predator that can like i mean has no fear can walk a home walk home alone, alone at night and, yeah, yeah and with no fear yeah but then also when you shift your gaze to this being a spaghetti western she is the sheriff of the town you know she mm-hmm. is laying down the law yeah and that is such an interesting um i mean it again spins the idea of the title it spins the title on yeah. Its head. yeah and and you know what a female character you know is and mm. isn't um but yeah it just was it was a really interesting fun film that I'm really glad that we included because yeah. um, we would probably have never watched this film during Halloween season at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we would have eventually got around to it, but um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what would you... Or did you have any other thoughts about it like that you wanted to share with the class? I mean, I have thoughts, but... Are they going to come out coherently in in, in a any sort of none you know? of mine have. Well, that, but that's also the so what we were talking about with uh, American Psycho, how we, we last episode, how we were saying this is one of those films that you watch it and your immediate reaction is like this is so cool, but I'm not really sure how to like squeeze my way in and unpack. 
Oh, and yeah, then, yeah. you know, you it simmers for a couple days and you start realizing, like, oh, this meant this. Oh, this is this. Oh, that's that. You know, like, mm-hmm. you get these really cool moments. What I did want to say, what I did want to say, because <laughs> uh, I just, in saying that, I did remember something that I found so interesting because I watched a couple interviews with the director and the screenwriter and some of the actors, um, Vice. Uh, was the studio that produced this, I believe. So really, it's, yeah, it's I didn't very know that. yeah, it's hmm. a very um, indie type film to right from the get go. What I found so interesting is that I could not find reviews online or any sort of interview with the director that referenced James Dean in any capacity, and that mm. is immediately a trope that I picked up on. Is like this Americana hmm. yeah. western in the west, and he almost is emulating. James Dean in some capacity, particularly in like Rebel Without a Cause. And I turned to you during the movie at one yeah. point and I was like, this looks like James Dean. Like yeah. he looks like he was modeled after James Dean. Yeah. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, but I do, I did notice it. Uh, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Cause it's like, uh, like of all the ways to depict, um, the main male character like yeah why go with like a very American I get I, I don't know you know my my speculation would be that maybe it is some way of like merging the two because I know she's first generation the director hmm. um, and she talks about how she was displaced a lot she's from I believe Iranian descent mm-hmm. uh, she, maybe she's Persian I'm not too sure I, th- I believe Iranian descent yes Iranian descent because I yeah, uh, was born in Europe, then moved to California. So she's she's she she mentioned how at one point in her life she felt very disoriented about her identity. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's some way to kind of you know cope with it mm. is mixing conflating the two like very Americana James Dean with yeah you know Iranian and also just kind of showing that like being a being young is being young regardless of geographically where you're at you know yeah um and then also another just tidbit of little information because i don't know sometimes i think it's fun to get some interesting facts about films in there um this was her first feature length film she had not done a full feature length film prior to this the director Mm -hmm. wow okay wow yeah she did a couple of short films but this was her Hmm. first feature length damn yeah, yeah, she's is badass. That's awesome. Yeah, um, would you recommend this film? Um, yeah, you know, I would. I think it's like worth a watch. I really haven't. I mean, I like haven't seen a lot of Iranian film, or even you know, like I should watch more foreign films than I do. But you know, it's like something that I have personally like never seen before. Um, you know, and I, I I think it's it's a good. I I don't know if somebody if they like want like a Halloween movie. I don't know if I would like be like oh if you want a good Halloween movie watch Girl That's with a Home at Night. Yeah, but I I mean you know this is the kind of movie that you don't necessarily have to watch around Halloween. It's true. It's it, it's kind of like just sort of like circumstantial that she's a vampire and you know what I mean like. Yeah, it felt more like exploring the genre rather than recreating horror. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. 
There is graphic content. That, so what we were talking about with American Psycho last episode, where you, it's just more blood splatters and blood. It's more violent. Yeah, this has more visual gore. You see her dismembering, and and there's also uh, some pretty graphic drug use. So if that's not your oh, bag, yeah. you wouldn't like this film. Uh, but as far as me, I I would recommend this. Yeah, I, and I agree with everything you said. I I don't think it's necessarily a horror film or um a Halloween type film. Yeah. But I think in like but it's not trying to be. Yeah. But I also think in the way that like um like let the right one in, you know, you could really just do that any time of year. Yeah. Which this this film kind of reminds me of that in some some ways, mm. some capacities. Um Yeah, I think it's just it's a very interesting film all the way around that you can enjoy any time of the year. Also be something really interesting to write a paper about or explore a little bit more more in depth. And maybe that's the English major in me coming out, but Ooh. Um You love breaking stuff down like that and you're so good at it. I don't know if I'd say I'm good at it, but I do like doing it because I did it for I feel, seven years. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's true. I feel like this whole time I was like, remember that one thing that happened? Yeah, I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> that was me this whole time, and you were just like, well, blah, 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 blah. so Wow, that's how you were sound. Basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Basically, you were great. Uh, one out of ten, what would you give her? Oh, I thought, okay. I thought you said one out of ten. I was like, oh, damn. Um, I did say one out of ten. Wow, that's not the right. One to ten. One to ten. Um, I, I'm going to have to think about this one, too, and then copy whatever you say. I'm just we kidding. do this every, well, <laughs> we do this episode. every time. We do this every time. Um, um, I think, no, you know what? Um, I'm going to... I'm going to give this one a, I'm going to give this one a nine out of 10. You know, I, yeah, I, I think that like, there's a lot of, um, that I think, I think there's just like a lot to unpack. I like that. It's from like a perspective that, um, Americans don't normally see. And I like how, you know, the, how there's like a, a sort of role reversal with predator and prey and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. again, like, like it taps into the female experience, mm-hmm. um, in a way that that isn't normally seen. I, I don't feel so. Yeah, nine out of ten. Hmm. Oh, and it's visually gorgeous, and the music's great. Oh yeah, we didn't is... even touch on the soundtrack, but what could we say other than it's ab- absolutely amazing? Yeah, also a mix of American and um, I don't know the origins of some of the songs, mm-hmm. um, but they. They, they were in a different language. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, the soundtrack's really good. If that's another takeaway for sure. I would don't fight me. Give it a seven. Um, okay. Wow. Because, I'm just <laughs> uh, you know, while it was very good, um, yeah, it did. It felt like there, it felt like there was, there were, there was a little bit to be, to be wanted. Um, I understand the idea behind like a uh, very small amounts of dialogue, well, but what did you want? What did you want from? I'm not I wanted trying to more like... dialogue. Oh, okay. I wanted more dialogue. I wanted a little bit more fleshed out characters because you know a lot of it is asking the um, viewer to, to put in whatever put in, you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
which yeah. is okay, but uh, so are we? Are we rating this on like a like how good of a Halloween movie is it, or just like a movie in general? Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. I've just been doing movie in general. Yeah, I mean that's what I did last time. I feel like that's probably a good rating basis to go on. It's just a movie Halloween movie or oh, movie in general, movie in general? yeah, because. Okay. A lot of not all of the, what's on our list is a Halloween movie, so <laughs> or well, what n- would True. normally be perceived to be a Halloween movie. Yeah, but yeah, that's my final re- review on it. Is a seven out of ten. I think that it could have used a little bit more dialogue, but the um, like visuals were very appealing. It was a stunning film. The soundtrack was amazing, um, and there like the the narrative could have beefed up a little bit with some with some more talking i think is mm. where i'm at but i, I, I did really I, like it i guess i'm just like a slow burn yeah but yeah i think that pretty much wraps up our opinions and reviews on a uh, girl walks home alone at night um look forward to next episode where we will be reviewing uh, I don't know what that was. Warm, <laughs> warm bodies. Uh, that was a good try. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be reviewing warm bodies on the next episode. So yeah, warm bodies. Bye. Bye.